Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Had a whole bunch of people send me this story, including Scott. Thank you very much. And it's one of those stories where it's involving a law that many people don't know exists. And it looks like White Castle of Illinois might not have realized the law existed either. But as a result of that law existing, the allegation is that White Castle violated it in such a way that they're now facing a $17 billion lawsuit. $17 billion. And, and this is troubling if you're White Castle. Not just the allegations that you owe the money, but the fact that they've lost some rounds in courts that suggest that that number might turn out to haunt them. So Jack Bedoin wrote this from MyStateOnline.com. Illinois White Castles facing $17 billion privacy lawsuit. $17 billion. And the way it works is this. White Castles in Illinois could soon be facing $17 billion in fines after it's found that the company violated the state's biometric privacy law. Illinois has a state protecting your biometric data, your fingerprints, your iris scans, whatever high-tech things are out there that can measure and detect who you are. And I would not have thought working at a White Castle would involve these kinds of things, but apparently it does. The Illinois Supreme Court handed down a 4-3 decision on Friday that said that the fast food chain had to face claims that it scanned fingerprints of almost 9,500 employees without their consent. That's according to Reuters. And so 9,500 employees claim, according to the allegations of the lawsuit, that their fingerprints were scanned without their consent. And then apparently there's a per-violation fine of $1,000 per, and then for each time it happened. So if an employee went and got scanned five times one week, working five days, uh, guess what? That's five violations for that one employee for that one week. The Illinois Biometric Information Privacy Act gives penalties of $1,000 violation and $5,000 for intentional violations. And the question then becomes, what does it mean to be an intentional violation? Does that mean that somebody meant to break the law? Or does it merely mean that they meant to gather your data? Because that's more likely what that means. If they meant to gather your data, well, they were checking your thumbprint for some odd reason. Uh, maybe that sounds intentional. So the law requires companies to get permission from employees before collecting biometric information, such as fingerprints and retinal scans. <laughs> I'm starting to think that working at a White Castle is kind of like the opening scene to a Mission Impossible movie. I, I, it's just the image I get in my head. Companies said they cannot be sued for every time an employee would use these biometrics to access their computer systems, but instead only for the initial collection of the information. That was their argument. They said, look, if we did something wrong here and said that every time you log into a computer, you've got to use your thumbprint, well, obviously, when you collected their data at the front end of this series of transactions, that's a violation of the law one time. But it can't mean every time they logged into their computer is a violation, can it? Oh, it turns out that the court thinks that that's what's going on here. Court, however, said that White Castle collected the fingerprints every time they had to use the company's computer systems. So this is going to get down to the real nitty-gritty of how you interpret a statute, and you're going to go in and look at the statute and see how it defines collected. And I have a sneaky feeling it's going to say any time the data is used in such a way 
that it's gathered here and checked against something over there. It must be collected to have that happen. I know some people who read statutes and they go, boy, these definitions are crazy, they're complicated, sometimes they're stupid. Uh, Yeah, they might be, they might be. But that's why this made it all the way up to the Illinois Supreme Court, is they're arguing over exactly what this meant. And for once, it looks like the Supreme Court of a state is going to go, no, we read the statute and we think it reads and means exactly how it looks. So there you go. So at Peel's court in Chicago, they'd asked the high court to decide the issue, meaning that it will now go back to the court to apply Friday's decision. So that's an interesting technicality. A lot of times cases go up on appeal because there's a ruling that one side disagrees with. So imagine that I'm suing you. We go to court and the judge throws out my case on a technicality. You hired a fancy pants attorney who got my case thrown out. I then appeal that to the next higher court and ask the court up there to reinstate my case because it was dismissed inappropriately. However, courts can, when faced with novel questions, ask a higher court above to review something and make a ruling on it for expedience purposes. And so what they're saying basically is we've got a question before us. It's never been answered by the Supreme Court here. doesn't appear to have any case law on it. And we're concerned because there's so much at stake, i.e. $17 billion. So they, and, and Michigan, they call that a certified question, where you certify the question, you state it very, very concisely, and ask the question, and you send it to the Supreme Court and say, would you please review this? Like every other thing out there where things are brought to the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court does not have to answer the question. But quite often they do if it's a certified question from a lower court because they recognize the fact that if they don't rule on it now, what's going to happen is going to be a ruling below and a lot of fighting. It's going to come right back up to them again anyways. So it makes sense for them to review it, especially if the lower court frames the question perfectly and just says, we need you to answer this one question. And I believe the one question here would have been when they use the fingerprint scan to log into a computer and that's doing something with a remote computer, is that, quote-unquote, collecting the data. So an appeals court in Chicago would ask the higher court to decide the issue, and now it'll go back down for further proceedings. Hopefully, today's decision will encourage employers and other biometric data collectors to finally start taking the law seriously, said the lawyer on behalf of the White Castle employees. So the lawsuit we're talking about involves 9,000 500 employees, and they're saying, in essence, that every time their print was scanned, it was a new violation, and it all adds up to potentially $17 billion. Now, I had someone point this out to me. I apologize for not remembering who sent me the note about this. But someone sent me notes to Steve. This reminds me of the robocall cases. Because the robocall cases, you'll recall, were quite a few. But in a few of them, the FCC, which governs these things, said that there was some entity that had generated robocalls using auto dialers and computers and all kinds of super equipment where they were managing to do things like, you know, I don't know, hundreds of millions of calls a day kind of thing. Okay. And when they got busted, they said, okay, by the way, the fine for this is $1,000 a call or 500 bucks a call. 
And when you start multiplying those numbers together, you get these gigantic sums up in the same stratosphere as $17 billion. And there were people making the argument that, well, if there's a fine out there and it's, it's against the law to do this and it's 500 bucks per violation, and I did it 100,000 times a day for six weeks, you should really only find me for a couple of those. You shouldn't find me for all of them. That doesn't seem right. And it's such a nonsensical argument that if you do something wrong one time, you get fined $1,000. You do it wrong 1,000 times, well, you can't be asked to pay a million dollars. That's a lot of money. Maybe you shouldn't have broken the law a thousand times in the hypothetical. I'm not talking about White Castle. And so the idea that it's going to result in this gigantic fine over here is not an excuse to say, oh, well, maybe we should go easy on them. Otherwise, the fine is too large. Because remember that legislatures that pass laws, if they want to, can put caps on things. They could say, for every violation, it's $1,000, $5,000 if intentional, to a maximum of $250,000 per defendant, or something like that. They could have. They could have. But they didn't have, did they? <laughs> so it's an ugly one, and it only applies to the White Castles in Illinois. Apparently, their high-tech system over there, like I said is something that would take Tom Cruise about 15 minutes to defeat in screen time in a Mission Impossible movie. But Scott, thanks for sending me the article. Illinois White Castle facing a $17 billion privacy lawsuit. Jack Bedoyne wrote that for mystateonline.com. We'll see what happens. Questions or comments, put them below. Those will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. If success were easy, everybody would do it.